If you are considering spending $1,000 on this new Panini release, I would highly suggest to think otherwise. We look at what set that is and a big controversy around printing plates and a super fractor is taken off circulation on this week's episode of This Week in the Hobby. Welcome back everyone to This Week in the Hobby. My name is Slab Socks, Aaron, your host. The show that we look at all the different happenings in the sports car marketplace, both up and down trends, big news in the hobby and new releases and just piece of information that you need to know. So this week, our first topic of the episode is going to be looking at the Juan Soto Bowman Chrome Plate 1 of 1 Auto. When I say plate, I mean printing plate. Yes, one of the cards that made all of the Soto autographs that you know and love, unless you're a Padres fan sad with how they're not playing well. But either way, the Juan Soto Printing Plate Auto 1 of 1 sold for $4,440 on last Sunday's PWCC Weekly Auction. And that got me thinking about the Super Fractor Auto of Juan Soto. For those that don't know, this card was taken off circulation a couple of years ago. Uh, SportsCardRadio.com has an article all about why, but the gist of it is this card used to be a BGS 9 with a 9 autograph. The autograph went to the edge of the card, and then the autograph was wiped on the right side so that the line did not hit the edge of the card. It was regraded with PSA. It got a PSA 10, and then eventually, uh, I think when that was found out, PSA ended up buying it back, and you know, basically it's taken up circulation as of right now. So there's the update on the Soto autograph. If you want to read about it, like I said, sportscarradio.com has the full article on more information about that card. Now, with that Super Fractor Auto not being in the hobby today and not being able to be purchased, you know, my thoughts was should Juan So's four printing plate autos from 2016 Bowman be more valuable than they are. You know, one just sold for $4,440. And while that's a lot of money, I'm not trying to discredit that. There is other cards that sell for way more money that are less rare and maybe less meaningful to a player's market. I ended up asking the question on Instagram and got some responses. Actually, a lot of them, it's around like 100 comments on the post. And one of the comments here came from Sports Cards King 22 and said, nah, I just take the red. Uh, out of five, that is, the red out of five autograph of Soto, which while that's a great thing to say, it is definitely more valuable. The last sale of it was around $200,000. Um, you know, the printing plate was 4,440. So you did at least need another hundred grand or more at this point to get the red versus the printing plate. And that's why this entire topic discussion, I think even started in the first place was that for that amount of money, you could get other cards that are way more, you know, way less rare, I should say, than this printing plate. Got a few more comments to share from the post. So Chicago card says plates are still cards. They made all the cards we love. So they are, have a cool place in the hobby. People that disagree are allowed to have their opinion, but still a one of one is better than the 500 one of one prison parallels per set. I definitely agree with that. Uh, Big Orange Jeep says, believe it or not, the Soto Super Fractor hasn't been destroyed. It's in the PSA vault. Mike Trout tried buying it last year and was abruptly turned down. Well, you know, that's just a rumor from Instagram comments, but I've not heard that one before. Uh, Squin Sports Card says printing plates look dull and boring in person. I'd much rather have $4,000 soda card that has shine or is more significant than a plate. And Trident Incorporated says still confused about why printing plates aren't desired. They're one of ones. The original make of the cards should be extremely desired. And one of the replies from Hobby LLC said because cards are art, no eye appeal to a printing plate. They're just scarce. And, you know, in my estimation, you know, the biggest thing about printing plates is that there's four of them. You know, there's magenta, cyan, uh, yellow, and black. So I kind of think to myself, like, not really a one of one, but I still think, you know, pretty scarce and valuable. And the theory behind, like, not even theory, the direct fact that the cards actually make all the cards that we collect is pretty cool, in my opinion. While printing plates, you know, are looked at as not very desirable in the card market, they can still fetch a lot of money. The question is just how much money does that compare to other cards out there? So like the Mike Trout 2009 Bowman Draft 
first printing plate auto, one of one, sold for $100,000, February of 2022. That's the most expensive printing plate I could ever find. Now compare that to the $4 million superfractor, and that is even close, and that's why this discussion is even happening in the first place. Um, but just goes to show that people are still spending money on printing plates, just not in the amount that they'd spend on other cards, which if you look at the Soto, I mean, that Trout's a sticker auto. Like, look at it right there, sticker auto on the Trout. You look at the Soto, it's on card. Um, it kind of makes you think like, hey, for $4,440, that's not too bad for the Soto. Now, I've been in the hobby for a long time. As you know, 2008 was when I really dove in hard collecting 2008 Topps football. And I've seen a lot of the Topps early years of, of modern cards. And Topps Triple Threads was a huge setback in the day. And printing plates actually used to be extremely desirable and still are in some sense because of Topps Triple Threads. They don't even call them printing plates in the set, really. I mean, people might title them as that on eBay or wherever they're listed. But they have a slang term, and it's white whales. You know, white whales is what Topps Triple Threads printing plates are. And they come in patch autograph forms, and they can sell for a lot of money. So there's even just three recent sales right now uh, that I'm looking at from, from Topps Triple Threads. So Bryce Harper's 2021, you know, not even a rookie, so for $550 on July 10th, 2023. Otani is 2019, not a rookie either, but really nice. This one is on card. So for $3,150, July 6th. And then if you want to wind back the clock a little bit, look at one from 2006, because they started producing triple threads really early on. There was a Gwen uh, Musial and Carew that sold for $565 recently in April. So pretty cool cards, but let's look at the biggest white whale that has ever sold. Just based on a quick search on car ladder for white whales and highest price all time, it pulls up a 2018 Topps Triple Threads Otani rookie white whale uh, patch autograph. Now, I can't see the image of it. I don't know what it looks like. However, you know, $3,900, a lot of money. That would sell for way more now. It's got the estimated value at $8,200. It's probably even more than that because it's really rare. Um, so there's your highest white whale of all time. All right, let me know in the comments all your thoughts on printing plates. If you're watching this episode today, let me know. What do you think about printing plates, good or bad? Do you like them? Do you collect them? Just leave them all in the comments and, and let me know what you think. I'm sure at the start of the episode, a lot of you were thinking about the giveaway from last week. That's right, the Victor Wemmen Yama and now also Caitlin Clark, I threw into it, refractors uh, from Bowman's Best University. So these were given away to someone randomly from uh, last week's episode. Nice amount of comments in the episode. Thanks, everyone, for letting me know your thoughts on Wemby's point and rebound total for next year. Uh, but it actually goes to Marco Zog9637. That's the random winner. Here is the screenshot from random.org. So congratulations. Please email me your address, info at slabsocks.com. I'll get these shipped out for you really soon here. And we've got another giveaway for this week. So drop in the comments what you think the Steelers record will be for this season. The Pittsburgh Steelers in the NFL 2020. Let me know what their record is because I'll be giving away this Kenny Pickett. This is an Optic red and green rookie from uh, Optic this past season. So let me know what you think the Pittsburgh Steelers' record will be for this upcoming season. And I will announce in two weeks who wins that one because we will be at the National next week setting up every single day. You can find us at booth numbers 579, 696 if you are going to be at the National in Chicago. So I hope to see you there. If you're going to be there, come up, say hi, buy and sell some cards with us, whatever it is. Just excited to meet you all and uh, hope you all enjoy the National if you are going. All right, topic two for the episode is the product that is over $1,000 recently releasing from Panini that you should just stay away from, in my opinion. Of course, you might have your own opinion, but I'm going to give you mine right now and you just let me know if you agree or not in the comments. So 2022-2023 Impeccable Premier League Soccer released on Wednesday of this week. Now, this product is pretty similar to years past, how it's created, the subsets, you know, stainless autos, stainless cards, whether like the metal ones, you got canvas creations on card, uh, club history autographs, and 
patch autographs in there, uh, but it is Premier League specific. So if you want to read about the product, you can go to cardboardconnection.com or sign up for the Daily Slab newsletter to receive our product previews that come out uh, for following releases. But here is the biggest takeaway on this set and why it's ludicrous for over $1,000. It all boils down to one thing, and this was very similar to National Treasure Soccer for last year. Uh, 2022, the World Cup set, but the auto checklist is just very weak. Very weak auto checklist. Um, you know, they have autos of Erling Holland, Harry Kane, Kevin De Bruyne, you know, the biggest stars in the Premier League. But the problem is, is that as years go on and you keep on making autographs and you keep on releasing new sets of these players in these same kits from the same manufacturer. It just doesn't hold the same weight as time goes on. And I am not saying that a Holland autograph for Impeccable won't sell for a lot of money or people won't want to buy a Kevin DeBrand 2022 Impeccable Auto. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not even saying that the checklist is maybe badly constructed in general. It's just for the given price point, I think it's like around $1,250 pre-order on this product. It is outrageous. I'll give a couple more examples why. So one of the nicest sets in this entire product is club history autographs. It's got the, you know, the year that the club was started, some really cool foil. The Ronaldo is one of the coolest soccer cards ever made. I am not even lying. I love that card. But the problem is, is that first off, it doesn't even confirm on cardboard connection that these are on-card autographs. If they're in fact not on-card autographs, this set will become way weaker, way faster. And then number two is that some of the checklists that they created for the biggest clubs in the set, Arsenal and Chelsea, uh, they are just dreadful. Absolutely dreadful, I tell you. For Arsenal, you've got four players. You've got Edu, you've got Liam Brady, Tony Adams, and Viv Anderson. Now, I know that those names for Arsenal fans are not like the worst things in the world. You know, like they they did some things for the club. I talked to Andrew Slapsocks FC host, who's you know, a huge Arsenal fan. He's like, oh yeah, I love to own a car of Tony Adams. But the problem is, is that the wider collecting base or the wider soccer product opening base or, or purchasing of singles base isn't going to necessarily be chasing after these guys. And when this is the biggest subset in the product or one of the biggest subsets, you really need some names there. Like, where's Thierry Henry? Where's Bukayo Saka? Where is Bergkamp? Where are these massive you know, arsenal legends that people want to collect and that will actually yield a lot of money to justify a $1,000 product? Uh, and then on the flip side, Chelsea. Obviously, I'm a huge Chelsea fan. A lot of you know that. If you don't, now you do. But the, the checklist is hor horrendous. Like, Armando Broya, who was hurt half the last season. I'd love for him to come back strong. But, like, where's the club history there? Connor Gallagher, Dennis Zakaria, Michael Ballack, Ricardo Car uh, Carvalho. And the thing about the Chelsea cards is they're all out of five or less. Like, the Arsenal's are at least out of 86. Um, they put in some absolutely garbage names here and then made them out of five. Like, where it – I mean – even if, like, if you put a Mason Mount Kai Havertz, it's like, you know, at this point, I wouldn't want those, and a lot of Chelsea fans won't want those. However, at least they have club history, you know, won the Champions League. Where's Didier Drogba? Where's Frank Lampard? Where's John Terry? Where's all these other legends, you know, that have played for Chelsea? Um, and not to discredit, you know, Michael Ballack and stuff like that, but, you know, if I'm buying a $1,000 plus product, I better hit a club history Didier Drogba on card auto if I'm going to be trying to chase a Chelsea card, you know, I... These names are just terrible. So, like, I just don't – oh, and also, wait, before I move on, the worst of it is Antonio Conte, they got him in here for Tottenham. He coached there for, like, what, one year, one and a half years, ended up leaving on bad terms, like, just was, like, ripping the club. Just, like, just really, really wild stuff here. Like, there are some nice cards in this set. You know, you've got, you've got the Ferdinand and Vidic um, dual auto for, for Manchester United, which they're two of the best center backs in the Premier League of all time with the best pairings. You've got the triple auto of Holland, De Bruyne, and uh, F Phil Foden, which is a very big card, but that says a one-of-one. One. Like, how many people can even hit that? So the problem is, is that you're taking this product, you're not really putting in big rookie patch autos like you used to with 2019 Impeccable when you had a really nice one of Emile Smith-Rowe and Mason Mount. Uh, at the time, you know, big, big chases, but it, it's just a very, very 
you know, half sliced together product with a lot of retread names and then not even taking bigger names that should be in the product. And then in the end, I mean, you're competing with releases from Tops, where Tops Chrome Champions League or Tops Chrome UEFA, excuse me, um, it is a loaded auto checklist for the box price, uh, you know, of, of around like $190 or whatever like that. Um, obviously, it's hard to hit the triple autos. It's hard to hit the dual autos. But you are having a card that's like Messi, Ronaldo, and Holland. Messi, Modric, and uh, Ronaldo. Xavi, uh, Iniesta, and Messi, you know, on the triple autos. And then on the on the dual auto side, there's Bellingham and Musiala. There's just a, I know that they have more ability to do that with having all the three European competitions, obviously. But it's just like, just don't charge $1,000 plus. That's all I'm saying. It's just a crazy price. Let me know. Do you think this price is nuts? Because I think it's just ludicrous. Okay, last topic for today, and it is about the national. So all three major grading companies have released their pricing and uh, how fast you can get cards graded at the national for. And I just want you to tell me in the comments, which company has put out the best pricing and uh, turnaround times and which company will you be going to get grade, uh, your cards graded with at the national if you're going, if you're going to grade any. So PSA is $150 for end of show grading. You drop them off, I guess, on like Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, and I'll get them back to you by the end of the show. Um, but you have to have a collector's membership to do that, which is $100 a year. It's $250 for end of day grading with a $5,000 maximum card value. And it's $500 for end of day grading if you have a 15,000 maximum card value. As for SGC, they have $35 end of show grading and it says while supplies last. If you want it to be returned on the same day, it's a $100 upcharge per card to have it come back in the same day. So basically the service that you could get for PSA at 250, you could get with SGC for 135. And with SGC, there's no max declared value on any of these. You can walk up a $100,000 card and you'll get it done for that $135 and it'll be back to you by, by the end of that day. Now, the other thing about SGC is that they're also offering take-home submissions, which means that you can drop off your cards to them at the show, and they will take them back to Florida and then start getting them graded as soon as they get back to Florida and then send them back to you as if you're just submitting to them or submitting to us you know, with our grading service um, through the mail. So that is just $15 per card, which is the lowest price you can get SGC grading at. Um, for a long time. Uh, that is, you know, we, we're $18 on our website. Uh, SGC at other shows were between like $15.75 and up to like uh, 20 depending on how many cards you submit. This is $15 no matter how many cards you're submitting, no matter what the max value is, uh, if you are dropping them off for them to take back. Now, you won't get those by the end of the show, but that's still the best value you can possibly get, you know, with their grading service. And as for BGS, it's $100 by the end of the show. It's $200 for the next day and it's $300 for two hours. So, they don't really have, I mean, their, their same day is like a $300 price basically, but they have like this next day thing that uh, guarantees you, I guess you get the day after you submit. So there's three different price levels there between 100 and 300 BGS. Just let me know quick in the comments, what, you know, what do you think of their pricing structures? What do you think about the different companies? And let me know where you think you're going to grade your cards at the national with. One quick shout out at the end of this episode is about next week's schedule for Fanatics Live uh, streams. This is going to be our third and fourth stream on Fanatics Live, but they will be two of our biggest we've done yet. On Monday, July 24th is the Topps Museum Champions League release, and we'll be breaking cases all day of Topps Museum Champions League for the new set, chasing gold on card autographs, gold frame on card autographs. For the first time, a small checklist of names that are very nice. And then on 726, we will be breaking so much Topps Chrome Baseball 2023 loaded checklist. Uh, they really redid the set. The checklist is looking good with all the different rookies and, and uh, rookie autographs. There's no more veteran uh, autographs in the set outside of the inserts, which are nice hits in the end. Uh, but we are going to be breaking a lot of that. And all of the spots are available for both the 24th and the 26th on the Fanatics Live app right now. So 
If you don't have access to the Finax Live app, you can go download the app on your phone and then type in the code Stocks to the Moon, S T O X to the moon and you can get into the app and go see our streams and purchase spots in the breaks right now uh, we've got multiple cases going on both days so there should be plenty of availability uh, hopefully for you all if you're watching the video right now so go download the app save the streams buy spots if you want if not just come and watch and hang out it's a great time and i can't wait to see you all on the fanatics live app in the near future thank you everyone for watching this week in the hobby here on the slab stocks youtube channel if you want to enter the kenny pickett giveaway be sure to drop in the comments what you think the Steelers record will be for next year. And please subscribe to the Slapstock YouTube channel as well. That is how you can win the giveaway. I appreciate y'all watching. We'll see y'all at the National in Chicago. And I'll see y'all in two weeks for the next This Week in the Hobby episode here on the Slapstock YouTube channel.